Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for popping on. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget I'm on YouTube. So just search DeHuff Uncensored on YouTube and then go ahead and share it with your friends. Hey, real quick before we get into this amazing show, I uh, just do want to say thank you so much to Superbook who's helping us out here on Radio Row right now, Superbook is offering this, and it's really just mind-blowing how they're doing this for you, is they're doing a $1,000 deposit bonus for the big game, and it's usually $500. And they also have special odds boosts for the game, so keep an eye out for those. It's really easy to do to get signed up. Go and download the Superbook Sports app. It's Superbook, all one word, and then sports, and then take advantage of these this huge opportunity. The game is always a lot of fun if you can walk away a winner. So it, it gives you some action, you know, a little skin in the game. So it's it's fun. It's, it's thanks to Superbook, uh, you can watch the game at the Superbook at the Lodge Casino for a true Las Vegas style experience. So thank you again to Superbook. All right, so. A lot going on out here at Radio Row as it starts to get busier and busier. Uh, we're starting to see more media members come out. There's a few celebrities out here. I saw Kenny Mayne walking around. That's kind of the big one. Yeah, he's right there. Right there. You got Pat McAfee over there just, you know, barking and just constantly making too much noise. Good guy. Very loud. Very loud. Very obnoxious. <laughs> I saw The Miz yesterday. If you're a WWE fan and you're an adult, that's a problem. But I did see The Miz, and uh, that was cool. Good guy. Looked very sharp in his suit. Good dude. But, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. It's getting busier and busier. There's a lot of people out here. It was funny. Yesterday, after I did the podcast, uh, Nate Lundy, who I'm out here with uh, Mile High Sports, is just like, Hey, I'm going to send you something. Let me know as soon as you get it. I waited 30 minutes, and then Nate realized he forgot to hit send because he doesn't know how to use computers, apparently. <laughs> Have you ever done that? I've actually done that plenty of times. I'm like, why the hell haven't I got this notification? It's because I forgot to hit enter. Anyway, so that was funny. And speaking, if while we're making fun of Nate, the other night he was actually watching Titanic in his room, and he was all alone in his hotel room, and apparently he was watching Titanic. I guess that's a good movie, but I always get hung up on the same thing. And we can all agree. We can all agree that Rose was a bitch and had room on that spare hunk of whatever wood for Jack. She just was just like, nah, I'm not. I guess this is my opportunity to be selfish. So she, I get hung up on that. It just bugs me. Don't ever travel with Rose because... She ain't going to help you out. Really frustrating. Also, quick update. No ghost in my room. Maybe it left. Maybe it just likes to watch the rest of the week. I don't know. Nothing happened. I was kind of disappointed when I woke up. And because I seriously, guys, before I went to bed, I set things up. I was like, okay, this is where this is. This is where that is. Giving it opportunity. Be like, here, it's really easy for you to knock this over, but not too easy if you know what i mean come on i was helping the ghost out and it didn't fucking take advantage of that so it really frustrates me so i'm guessing ugh, 
pains me to say this. Maybe my wife was right. I don't know. Hey, by the way, I, I don't know about you guys. I'm I'm in my early 40s. I'm not a night owl anymore. I don't know if I ever really was. But when you're out here, a lot of people want to go have drinks and stuff. I, I switched to old-fashioned last night. I had to avoid the beers because it just made me all farty and bloated. So I couldn't do that. Hi, Nate. Don't look at the camera, Nate. Oh, my God. He's in my space. It took you like an hour and a half to finish that old-fashioned, you wimp. It's, it's a sipping drink, not a chugging drink. If you get an old-fashioned, get one that's smoked, and that's just like another level. Anyway, I drank my old-fashioned, sipped it, and, and then went back to my room and watched a few episodes of The Office. It was great, which you can, you can, you can jump into any episode on The Office and just enjoy it. It's such a great show. Found out today that Nate Lundy has never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. That blows my mind. Uh, epic show. Uh, also, one thing, if you ever live or travel through a big city, here's some games that you can play. What's that smell? Okay, happened a lot as we're walking. We're walking a lot around here, which is great. It's good weather out here in LA, but there's a lot of weird smells, and I'm pretty sure I smelled feces last night as we were walking back. That's fine, I guess. Somebody had to use the restroom on the street. Also, you play the other game, kind of related. Is that water or is that urine? Okay, you, either way, you try to hop over top of it because you don't want to get that on your shoes. I was joking that we'll find out if it was urine when I get home back to Denver if my dog starts going crazy on my shoes because dogs are disgusting. I saw, real, real quick, I saw a chicken suit in a garbage can last night. Most random thing. Like a chicken suit. Like somebody, like full on, like for an adult chicken suit. So somebody quit their job last night. I'm guessing this is how the conversation went with the bosses. Like, what? No 401k for dancing around on the corner in a chicken suit? Fuck this place. <laughs> off <laughs> that's how a chicken says fuck off fuck off <laughs> there's people looking at me like this guy's stupid oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> hey <laughs> this is where this is where broadcasting is going okay it's just it's it's a clucking chicken saying fuck off you're welcome by the way yesterday it was so cold on radio row because, again, it like got you guys back in Denver or most of the United States, it's freaking cold. Well, here it's hot, so they're just amping up the AC in here. And it was so cold yesterday. Like, I'm literally, like, shaking. And, like, my nipples were hard just, like, the entire day yesterday. You're welcome for that image. You're welcome. But I felt bad because there were some ladies walking around here that were just, like, I was like, oh, my God, do they know? Or, yeah, maybe they do know. Maybe that's why they were getting all these interviews and shit like that. I don't know. But it was just like, it was, it was not good. So today I have to wear a, a hoodie because I'm a baby. And I don't need to. Maybe I'll get more interviews if I don't wear it. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, look at the nipples on that guy. Let's get him on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Super Bowl week is always a fun week. And obviously, prior to this year, I would travel with the guys, uh, Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans. Uh, 
along with some other guys from the fan. And it always reminds me of some great stories. You have like Mike Evans yelling at a police officer while we're in Miami. We're in the Uber and there was a train derailment of all things blocking our way to get to uh, the party. Well, Mike is a diva, bitch. I've told you that plenty of times. Mike is a diva. So it was funny because it was sad because of the train de derailment, but the, the police officers weren't in sync and, and we're in an Uber, Uber and the guy, we're basically going in circles. And then all of a sudden, Mike is just fed up. And Mike has that New England temper. And if you're from New England or back east, you probably have it too. Uh, okay, you do. Or maybe you know somebody that does, okay? But Mike just gets so pissed off. And the cop was like, hey, you guys need to go that way. And Mike's just like, we just came from there. You're sending us the wrong way. And I'm like, you're yelling at a police officer. Not a good idea. Not a good idea, Mike. Mike was so, such a weird guy to hang out with sometimes. He, there was one time, and you've probably heard this story if you listen to Schlereth and Evans, and it's uh, we're on the beach doing some random videos. Mike went to like a Walgreens or a CVS and bought some sand toys for the, the video shoot. They were like five bucks. So we do the shoot. We're done with it. And then Mike's like, do you want Duff, do you want to take these home to your kids? And I'm like, no, I'm not taking that home to my kids. I'm not packing that up and taking it on a fucking airplane. No. So I was like, just give it to somebody. So Stink and I are hanging back, Schlereth and I. And then all of a sudden, Mike goes up to this lady, no joke, on the fucking beach. The creepiest fucking thing I've heard come out of a, a person's mouth. Mike goes up to this lady who has a, a child that he noticed. And he's like, Hi, is that your daughter? And, and then she just looks at him like she just like shoots back and she's like, whoa, 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 creeper. She didn't start yelling or anything like that. But Stink and I just like look at each other like, oh, shit, we got to go. Mike, <laughs> Mike's going to get the police called on him. So we just bolt it and Mike looks to us and he sees that we're like halfway down the beach. <laughs> We bailed on our bro. We didn't care. But Mike, seriously, you don't go up to somebody and be like, hi, is that your daughter? <laughs> that was Mike Evans. Oh, so creepy. So creepy. One of my favorite things, though, from covering Super Bowls is when I had the opportunity to cover Super Bowl 50 as the Denver Broncos took on the Carolina Panthers. We're in San Francisco. Beautiful place. Uh, and here's what was funny is nobody was giving the Denver Broncos a chance. Everybody had in their minds when the Broncos from two years prior got their ass kicked by the Seahawks. Nobody thought the Broncos were going to stand up to Cam Newton and beat the Panthers. Nobody. We were a joke on Radio Row. Media members just being dicks, right? The only people that believed in the Denver Broncos to win were Broncos country and the Broncos media. And that's not just the fan. It was also Altitude. It was KOA, etc. And Mile High Sports, of course. So we're all thinking, yeah, the Broncos got a shot. But man, everybody's just like chuckling, belly laughing. Oh, the cute little Denver Broncos. They're not going to beat the Panthers. That's adorable. So anyway, so I'm covering media night. 
and I'm talking to the players. So the the Carolina Panthers come out there, like the most arrogant pricks I've ever met. So they're out there going, planning their post Super Bowl victory parties. They cannot wait to win and have a party. They they're not really thinking about how they're gonna beat the shit out of the Broncos. No, they've already looked past it. It's a it's a given that they're gonna win. Then the Denver Broncos come out. The Denver Broncos come out, and I knew, after talking to people like Derek Wolf, C.J. Anderson, guys like that, I was like, oh my God, the Broncos have one job, and they know what it is. Their job is to come out onto the field and beat the living shit out of the Carolina Panthers, and they did it. I knew if I was more of a betting man, I should have bet on the Broncos because they did. And I knew it on that Monday prior to Sunday that the Broncos were going to beat the shit out of the Panthers. No doubt. No doubt. I remember telling my wife, told Sandy, uh, Sandy Clough back at the, at the radio station, I was like, oh my God, they're, they're going to win. The Panthers think they've already won. They're just going to show up for appearances essentially on, on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, and then they're going to, you know, collect their trophy and go party. Oh, they just had the wrong mindset, which is fascinating. I think we all tend to do that at times. You tend to look past what your obstacle is and you're focused on what am I going to do after I accomplish this? No, you need to focus on what the challenge is at hand, no matter what it is. My son has that problem right now. Like when he has a project to do at school, it's more of a, I can't wait to present this because it's going to be funny. I can say this and this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, but you got to put it together first. You got to accomplish the goal before you can do the next step. He's like way looking past all these steps in between. And he's going from one to five and skipping two, three, and four. So I think there's a lot of times in sports where you can kind of see that going into a game. I have a feeling this game, though, is going to be a little bit more matched up. And it's going to be a closer game. Uh, I think both teams are, are not going to look past one another. They know this is going to be a battle. Expect this game to go, you know, hand-to-hand combat. And they're just going to fucking bloody each other. And I... I Looking at this game as of right now, I'm thinking this is going to be like a three-point game. But, And I, I'm basing that off of past experience of talking to players. And in, in it, it is ridiculous. There's, there's players, and, and I think that all starts from the top, is that you, when you have leadership, that it trickles down of this is not a fucking joke. You go in there, you prepare for anything and everything, and then you go out there and fight, and you earn that trophy. And I, I know that sounds stupid, but I know a lot of players just kind of bypass that. And if you have a coach or ownership that looks past it and thinks, guys, when you guys win this, let's have a great parade down the main street. I'm like, no, come on, man. So that, that, was, that was neat. And if, for me to be able, as a long time 
Denver Bronco fan to go and cover a Super Bowl and to experience that moment, the chills that ran up my arms when I got done talking to Derek Wolf, who's the one that stood out the most to me. He was pissed that they got embarrassed by the Seahawks two years prior. And his job was to go out there and kick the shit out of the, the Panthers. And it was just fascinating and just so cool to be at that level and to go, yeah, yeah, the Broncos are going to win. And they did. And, and you guys know it. You, you watched the game just like I did. They shifted things into a higher gear that I, th I don't think any of us realized was even there. So that was, that was a really cool moment to watch that and to, to see it from the perspective of, oh, crap, they are ready for this. And they took it. They took that championship because they felt they deserved it, and they did. So speaking of the Denver Broncos in leadership, you, you see that, it, what is it, uh, Byron Allen? He's a media mogul. He's a chairman and chief executive officer at the Allen Media Group. Sounds like that he's making a bid to buy the Denver Broncos. Here's the thing. If it's him or not, I just want this whole process for the Denver Broncos, the ownership thing, to just start rolling forward towards that finish line. I just want it over with. I'm just, oh, God. I'm tired of the trust. I'm tired of all that. Once you get a new owner in there, then we can go, okay, let's start setting things up. Because you, you remember when Mr. B was in charge of things, like he set the tone. It was just like, this is what we're doing. I love all of you guys, but our goal should all be the same. It's to win and to win together. But it was interesting. I was talking to Nate Lundy, and he was reminding me that it's one thing for the trust to accept an offer, but the NFL owners have to approve the deal as well. So this might take a little bit, little bit longer than we all realize. And he was guessing possibly right around September that this Broncos ownership situation could be finalized, I guess, right as the season is about to start or underway. So it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. And as much as we want it to end now and just so we can start moving forward, I just there's a good chance it's going to take a little bit longer. It's not like you're going to the fucking supermarket and be like, I'd like a, a candy bar and some gum, and then you're done. No, you got to wait for other people to approve your purchase. So it's it's very interesting. Plus, it's like billion, billions of dollars, and, and it's not just coming from... Uh, one individual it's like a group and all this other shit so there's a bunch of stuff that needs to happen all right we're going to get into uh, some just the headlines and we're, we got a big mailbag coming at you from all of you guys chiming in but first everybody knows total beverage in westminster and thornton they're amazing and everybody knows total beverage has an incredible selection of beer wine and spirits they do but did you know they deliver i you do you know that but did you know they have curbside pickup available? Ah, they do. And they also do online wine education classes, which I've told you before, I need, I need help in that situation. Uh, I, I do need, I'm stupid when it comes to wine, but they can help you out. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or 
even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. That's TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. And our food and underground social games when we're voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, let's get into just the headlines. Nate, yeah, you you heard the the editing on this in the the imaging through the roof, <laughs> through the roof, insane. You suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> All right, first one. Dad called out for eating cake in his car so he didn't have to share with his wife and kids. I gotta be honest. And I hope my wife isn't listening to this. I've done that. I've got something extra through the drive-thru or at the store. Ate it in the car. And then when I get home, just make sure I just wipe it off my face and then get in there and be like, yeah, they didn't have the donuts. I don't know. <laughs> I, Come on. If anything, if you're a parent out there, this should be an eye-opener if you don't do this. Be like, oh. Give yourself a treat. Don't be judging this dad. Come on. If anything, you should be applauding him and going, that's a great idea. Taking a moment for yourself is something that we should all do in in some way. My wife always wonders, Scott, why does it always take you so long to go to the bathroom? It's because it's my fortress of solitude. That's why I'm in there. I'm thinking. I'm decompressing. Nobody can bother me. Although... My daughter will stand out in front of the door and just be like, Hey, Dad, Jackson hit me. I'm like, oh my, I'm pooping. Leave me alone. I'm not really pooping anymore. This, whatever. Okay, so I applaud that dad for eating cake in his car so his, his, his family and kids didn't get any. Good for him. Good for him. Hyundai and Kia tell owners of nearly 500,000 vehicles to park outside due to fire risk. Their cars can catch on fire even if they're not running. So here's the thing. I don't say this very often. Why would you buy a Hyundai and Kia after this? If there's a chance it could just catch your whole house on fire or just catch on fire in general, why would you drive it? Doesn't make sense. Okay, fix your shit. And you should never, as a company, have to go, hey, uh, park that outside because it could explode. And you could die. My God, that's horrible. Five female Olympic ski jumpers are disqualified for suits that are too baggy. And basically because it helps them glide for a longer time. And they're more aerodynamic. First of all, I get it. The, the, the jumpers, yeah, I agree that you're disqualified. But who didn't see that beforehand and let them jump? So that's, it's like, it's a little scummy. That It's like, you know they knew. You're like, hey, let's get away with this. This is baggy. It's going to make me more aerodynamic. It's kind of scummy, but it also, it's like, if you get to a certain distance or as far as a... Uh, uh, 
you proceed a certain amount through the competition, that's on everybody else. And you should just let them play after that, essentially. So, hey, let's dive into the mailbag. This comes in from Jesse. Uh, he's complimenting yesterday's episode. And he says, uh, great episode yesterday. You have to get your finger in Terrell Davis's mouth again. <laughs> and you could call it the, th the finger part dos. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. He also said my South Park voice sounded more like Butters. And I completely disagree with that. Butters, oh, Butters is like, he's very passive sounding. Ah, oh, gee, Cartman. Oh. And what was I doing yesterday? Be like. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. I'm horrible at those voices. I was trying to do Cartman yesterday, and I just can't do Cartman. You know who does a good Cartman? She's a host now on Cool 105 in Denver, Katie Mitchell. She does a good Cartman voice. If you ever run into her at an event, ask her to do Cartman. Tell her I requested it. Uh, this comes in from Patrick. He said, hey, can you... Uh, Comment on Connery DeHuff escorting Josh McDaniel's mother to the Broncos Raiders games. I don't even know how I would do that. But you're like, hello there, Mrs. McDaniels. Hi, I'm Connery. I have a question for you. Would you like to bang, then go watch the Broncos Raiders game? <laughs> Be like, oh, okay, honey. <laughs> Sorry, Josh McDaniels. Oh, I don't need a phone call. I don't need a phone call from the Raiders. I'm not saying they're banging. First of all, Connery is dead, okay? Anyway, Adam wrote in, Hey, Duff, how do you properly shave one's head to keep it a clean and nick-free scalp? That's actually... A, I don't shave my head that much anymore, but I will tell you guys this. You, you take your clippers, and you go down as far as you can with the clippers. Then... You, it's it's tell you what it's a process then you have to make sure you get a good shaving cream and you gotta get your head wet and then lather the crap out of your head and you need a clean brand new bic razor and you have to take your time don't go fast because you are going to cut yourself crazy it takes forever i that's why i stopped doing it is it took forever because i would you would you're constantly feeling your head to see if you missed anything and then you'd miss anything because you got to go multiple directions because your hair grows in weird ways. Uh, so there you go, Adam. Adam also wrote, why aren't you wearing that chicken suit that you found, <laughs> found in the trash can on Radio Row? Because that's disgusting. Although, I did think about it. <laughs> did think about it. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to dig it out, but it was, as I was looking at it, I was like, it's a good looking suit. Um, like it is probably covered in urine. Let's be honest. There's a really good chance. Again, playing the game of is that what's that smell? I'm sure it was covered in urine. All right, let's put a bow on this one. It, 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 there's no ghost in my room. Still disappointed on that. And I will continue to drink old fashions. Don't care. Don't care if anybody judges me. It was delicious. They did a good job with the orange peel. It was good. You're supposed to add water to whiskey in bourbon. Uh, don't you dare argue with me on that one. Weirdo. Whatever. Whatever. It was delicious. Delicious. If you guys find a place that has a good old-fashioned, you just got to jump on it and use it. And the, the place we went had a good one. 
Also, if you see a chicken suit in a garbage can, probably best to leave it be because it's most likely uh, <laughs> soaked in urine. I'm guessing maybe that's why the guy quit his job. He's like, you know what? I peed too much in this. Got to let it go. Let's <laughs> uh, see. I don't, I don't care who ends up being the Broncos' next owner right now. I just, I just want the deal to start moving forward. But that being said, whoever ends up being, I just want to, I just really hope that they, you know, they're, they're going to spend money in the right places. So I know that's asking a lot, but we'll see. Also, if, if you get snacks in your car, sit in the car and eat them. Enjoy some time. You don't always get time to yourself. Moms, dads, whoever. Take a time for some time for yourself. It's okay. Nobody judges you. If if somebody judges you for taking five minutes to have a snack or drink your coffee or whatever in their car, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them for judging you. And you know what? Enjoy your time. And if anybody uh, has issues with that, uh, tell them to eat a bag of dicks. Okay? Right? Nate, that's my next t-shirt. Eat a bag of dicks. Okay? Write that down. He just, he's not even acknowledging me now. This is really weird. He's like right in front of me, but he's just like blowing me off for my great t-shirt idea. Also, uh, Benny Bash said that I should make t-shirts that say sex work is real work. Okay, just from previous episodes. <laughs> it's amazing who listens to this podcast. I got doctors reaching out to me. There's a physicist that listens to me. What the hell? Apparently, he's just too busy, you know, you know, doing smart work. He has to just decompress with my random stupidity. Oh, boy. And also, if, your car, if you get a warning saying that your car may just spontaneously combust, maybe you just get a new car, okay? I drive a Honda Accord. Never got that note in the mail saying, hey, by the way, park it outside because it could just uh, uh, blow up. <laughs> so... Anyway, thank you guys so much for <laughs> tuning in. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much to Superbook. Go ahead and go to your app store and download the Superbook app. And it's just, it's, it's fun. And they do a great job. Uh, thank you so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out in downtown Denver at 23rd and Blake. Also, Total Beverage. Go check them out at Total Bev. Dot com. It's to Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. I got a lot more coming your way on to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.